Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey there, welcome back to another episode. I'm really excited to talk to you today about something that comes on the heels of last week that is a positive, exciting, and super easy step. Hopefully you'll think that. We'll get you there. We'll get you there by the end of this episode. You'll think it's an easy thing. But last week, it was a bit of a heavier episode because sometimes those little heart-to-hearts are really needed. So thanks for joining me. If you were here last week, I talked about surviving, not thriving. And in that episode, I brought up some things that could be bothering you, plaguing you. They could be struggles. They could be on a small scale, on a large scale, somewhere in between. But we all go through those seasons and feelings of surviving, not thriving. It is real. It is real life. Now, in that episode, I did talk about there are some things that can help, like surrounding yourselves with people who are supportive, having that positive energy, that positive vibe, looking for those blessings. And I talked about having that direct line to God and leaning on your faith, if that is something that you feel like can pull you out of that. Um, Also, just asking for help. I pretty much say that in every episode. Please ask for help. Also managing expectations and realizing that we don't have to be perfect. So in that episode, I did make mention about seeing the blessings and focusing on those that are around us during those tough times, because that can really be part of what brings us out of those struggles. So 
one of the things that comes up almost every single time that I visit a new client, sometimes I've been with these clients for years and I will go back and do some organization tweaking and work on some of the systems we put in place that just need to be refreshed. And sometimes I'm starting with a brand new client and we start with this. If you haven't ever gone back and listened to episode one, the three E's philosophy, that is a great place to start because I talk about my three E's beginning with that essential. And then on episode seven, I go into that more specifically. It's called the essential purge. Now, what does this have to do with surviving, not thriving? Well, today I want to talk about a purge party and how important it is to be purging any clutter that you have in your home to see the blessings that are all around you. Now, I've mentioned this in the past and I'll say again, your clutter could be expensive. Your clutter could be beautiful. Your clutter could be really, really nice. Your clutter could be meaningful. It could be memorabilia. It can hold a very dear part of your, wait, how do you say that? It can hold, it could. here we go. It could, <laughs> nobody's looking for perfect here. Thank goodness. Okay. We'll try this again. It could hold a very sweet spot in your heart. It could be really important to you. By the way, Liam, don't even think about editing that out because that's real life, right? Here's the thing, you guys. If you do feel like you are going through struggles, can I just share with you, there is magic in a good purge. And I like to put party on the end of that. Who doesn't like a party in the first place? But introverted or extroverted, this is the party that you're going to want to come to because all those endorphins are going to start working. You're going to start feeling lighter and brighter. You're going to start feeling wonderful about the fact that you're going to take your stuff that's no longer serving you and donating it or selling it to someone else. So all those things that you did hold near and dear to your heart, is that what the expression is? (laughs) what I was trying to say. Oh, heaven help us. Okay. Let's see how the rest of this uh, podcast episode plays out. Here's the deal. If you are feeling overwhelmed because you have physical clutter, I've said it before. I'll say it again. It can turn into mental clutter. And that's exactly what it can start doing when you are feeling like surviving, not thriving is kicking in. It can be a lot of times the physical clutter that turns into that mental clutter and it can really be overwhelming and stressful. So if that's something that you identify with, I would love to just give you some encouragement today. Some of the ways that I have done a good purge, some of the ways I've encouraged my clients to do so. And hopefully you're not going to feel super overwhelmed by doing a purge and have that be something that you put off, put off. Now, paralysis by analysis is something I've spoken about on another episode as well. Sometimes you're looking at an area that you want to get organized, and sometimes it can feel like your schedule. Sometimes it can feel like your entire home. Sometimes it can feel like your car ride to and from the house and carpool drop off. If you've got these physical spaces that you feel overwhelmed by, and the thought of going through and getting that space organized is really overwhelming. I want to encourage you to do this very simple act that will move the ball forward and will not feel super incredibly overwhelming. I want you to go grab a bag 
with handles. This can be a disposable one. This can be a reusable one. You can also get a box as well, but I really like to use bags with handles because, well, for a couple of reasons, actually, as I was about to tell you, I thought of another reason. It really simplifies the process. If you are putting things into this bag with handles, the convenience of sliding it right on your arm, walking around the house, grabbing little things here and there, popping them in the bag, and then taking that bag directly to your car. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you're going to know I say, don't put it in your trunk. You may never see it again or it might show up when you're putting groceries in your car like two months later. Don't put it in your trunk, put it in your front seat. So that way it actually gets donated or it gets mailed or you drop it off to a friend that you're gonna give them the hand-me-downs or it gets sold, it gets taken care of if you put it in the front seat a whole lot faster because you don't want it sitting in the front seat with you the whole time. You wanna get it out of there. The second you start putting this stuff in your trunk, then you're gonna be like, oh, you know, out of sight, out of mind, completely forgot about it, or, oh, it's fine back there. I'll put it off for another day or another week. And suddenly a month has gone by and you're like, what is that thing that keeps bumping around back there in the trunk whenever I take those, you know, turns really a little bit too hard. So make sure that you grab a bag with handles to start this purge. Another reason that I highly recommend a bag with handles is if you have decided you are going to sell it, it's easy to transport from your home to like, if you're going to do a yard sale or a garage sale to just carry that out easily to the front on sale day. So, you know, let's say that you, by the way, did you guys know I've done a podcast episode on this, but I also have a little PDF that you can print off. That is actually in the online home course, and it talks about having a yard sale in three simple steps. So it talks about doing a little bit out of time, three different days of the week, and then only spending three hours at the actual yard sale because your time is valuable and you don't want to put so much into this that you're like, I'm never doing that again. That was so time consuming. And I don't even know if I got enough money for it to even have made it any worth it. So I want you to remember that whatever it is that you're going to do when you are making those attempts, making those moves to get more organized, keep it simple. And the first part is starting with the purge. Now, the reason I say the party part is because some people dread the purge. Some people are like, no, I want to hold on to these things that are near and dear to my heart. I'm just going to keep repeating that over and over again. Now that I've gotten it correct in my head, <laughs> I did, ah, we got it. We got the actual thing I was trying to say. So I want you to know that if getting rid of things and letting go of things is a struggle for you, I really do go in depth into how you can get through that, push through that power through and come out uh, happy and joyful on the other side. If you go back and listen to episode seven, the essential purge. So please definitely do that. I won't harp on it too much now, but I promise you, if you can add party at the end of your purge, you are immediately mentally shifting that this is not going to be a dreadful experience. Okay. We're going to keep it simple and we're going to make it fun. And the reason it's going to be fun is because you are getting closer to seeing the blessings in your life. And sometimes no matter how cool your stuff is, if it is taken on the title of clutter, it is time to put in that practice of an essential purge. If you've got kids that you're doing this with or kids that you're doing this for, I want you to absolutely validate what their thoughts and feelings are. You know, if they're holding on to 85 stuffed animals and you're finding yourself negotiating with them just to try to get one out of their claws, you know, 
like, first of all, maybe then you need to cut their nails. But if that is the case, I really want you to mentally prepare yourself to go into that because kids don't need 85 stuffed animals. And when you allow over and over and over again, kids to take on so much stuff where it ends up taking on that clutter title, you are not setting them up for the best chance of success in their future because they're going to feel that that clutter potentially could be blocking blessings that they're seeing on the regular basis. Imagine this. Imagine that you've said to your kids, I need you to go clean your room. And maybe it's not that pleasant. Maybe it's, would you please clean your room? I have asked you a million times. Maybe there's no please involved and maybe there are even some tears. I don't want it to get that way. It really doesn't have to. You know how I know it doesn't have to? Because that's never happened in my house before. Uh, There have been tears. There's been yelling. There have been the occasional times that I don't say please. So do not for one second think that I'm saying, oh, perfect parent over here. We don't talk like that to our children. Nope. Sometimes we do. Okay. So I want to say that first, but I do want you to know that the reason that's never happened is because from at a very young age, I really try to empower my children to make choices in their room, in their space that made them happy, but also satisfied the things that we really asked of them as their parents and respect that needs to happen in our house and taking care of your stuff. So we talked to them about how important it is to make sure that we don't have stuff bursting at the seams because then we can't really enjoy what we've got. If you've got an overflow of clothes, because these kids, you know, they grow like weeds. If we have got an overflow of clothing, shoes, uh, accessories, different things like that, that they're outgrowing so quickly, but you're hanging on to it because you're not doing the purge, this is a great time to say, guys, let's have a purge party and set a timer for five minutes. If that works well, next time, set a timer for 10 minutes and give your kids that power. Give them a bag with handles and say, will you go through and just take a look at what you've got that you're just really not loving anymore. So that way you've got a little space to breathe in your room and stuff isn't piling up. I would love for you to, this is something you could say, by the way, I'm giving you words here, jot this down. I would love for you to go through your stuffed animals or your Lego creations or your collection of my little ponies. I'm trying to think of what might be a thing in your kid's room um, or uh, stuffies. Maybe you don't call them stuffed animals, call them stuffies or, or loveies or your blankets. Maybe you have a million blankets or maybe, you, have, you know, whatever you guys get the point. Your books. Oh gosh, books. Those can, those can pile up quickly. Whatever it is that you're feeling like in your home, that's starting to get a bit out of control. And also, by the way, don't even wait till it gets out of control. You can encourage these little mini purge parties uh, before things get out of control. Uh, Hopefully you'll start to get so good at this. It is not a huge, massive undertaking. It's easy. It's not stressful. Maybe what works best for your kid is to say this week, will you set a timer and for five minutes, do a, do a little purge party. Here's a bag and give them that opportunity to do it in the week. Maybe your kid is the one that's kind of a fly by the seat of their pants, go with the flow kind of kid. And it's just one of those things where you say, Hey, we've got to go over to blah, blah, blah. You know, if it's, uh, if you got to go swim and have some fun, if you need to go run an errand or whatever, just say, before we go, can we do a quick purge party? And 
here's a bag with handles. Will you just go throw a couple things in there? And that way, whenever we go, we'll just drop it off to Salvation Army or Goodwill or a local charity or a friend who lives up the street where you drop off your hand-me-downs. When you're doing those things on the regular, it takes the stress away. There's no overwhelming sense of dread. A friendly reminder that my book is now available on Kindle and paperback over on Amazon. So if you haven't gotten it yet, or you have, and you'd like to get more, head over to Amazon and search for I've Got You Girlfriend, Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. You can also find a direct link over on my website at everythingwithstyle.com. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller and back to the show. I talked to you about the 1% rule in the past. That's an episode as well. I want to say it's episode 98. Any of these, I'm, I'm talking about a lot today. So I'll definitely put these in show notes if you need to go back and listen to some of these episodes, if you've heard them before and you just need a refresher or go back and listen for the first time. The 1% rule, again, I think it's episode 98. That was a hugely downloaded one. And I think it's because people want things to be so simple that there's no stress involved and there's not a huge amount of commitment because we have a lot that we commit to on the daily. If you have multiple children on top of that, you've committed to all of these things for them on the daily, you know, multiply that by two or three, however many kids you have, you, your spouse, maybe you've got commitments for your dog. I mean, you know, like you got to do certain things with the dog as well. Maybe you need to have a convo with your dog and say, we need to have a purge party because you've got a lot of chew toys and you've destroyed half of them and it's time to toss them. And these other ones you just really don't take care of, or you just really don't play with very often. We need to hand those off to another sweet dog. Who's going to appreciate those, you know, do what you need to do, but make sure that it's not overwhelming. That 1% rule really, really works well here. If you are only committing to doing 1% better or getting 1% improved 1% more organized in this case. How about a purge party that lasts for five minutes where you are truly going through and just finding whatever you can get into a small bag with handles? Boom, 1% better. Now, why is the 1% also super beneficial? You think, Paige, you haven't seen my house. 1% is not going to cut it. We will have to do 1% for the rest of our lives. Well, guess what? That's the whole point. You do a little bit of this your whole life and it doesn't pile up and it doesn't become overwhelming and stressful. If you're looking at a project and you're like, the purge is going to be a disaster. It is going to be a nightmare. Just think about that 1% rule that's going to get you 1% closer to your goal because here's the cool thing that happens when you shoot for 1%, you will do more than 1%. It's like accidental even sometimes so much of our struggle in getting organized is beginning so much of our struggle in purging any of the clutter, even if it's great clutter is beginning, beginning the process. That's where I said, sometimes that paralysis by analysis kicks in. If you simply begin lean in and just begin grab your bag with handles, go get one thing 
out of an area of your home. Maybe you've got a ridiculous amount of beach towels and you just decide to go get one of them. If it's tattered, if it's worn, throw it away. If it was meaningful to you one time in your life, try to find a photo of you wrapped up in it and then throw that towel away. Take a photo of you wrapped up in it today and then throw the towel away. If your towel is still in great shape and it can go on to serve someone else, put it in your bag with handles. You've done 1%, but here's what happens. While you're in there and you're looking at those towel, while you're in there and you're looking at those towels, you're like, you know, actually there's three more in here that I could let go of. And actually I'm also looking in the same cabinet that's got the kid's old sleeping bag that's so tiny and it has a Disney character on there and they will never want to ever be seen in public with this sleeping bag ever again. I'm going to take this cute sleeping bag and I'm going to donate it as well. And while you're in that same cabinet, I mean, maybe this is a big cabinet. I'm actually mentally going through my towel cabinet. (laughs) That's what's happening right now. Uh, And we have kind of this long in our uh, upstairs, we have this long, tall cabinet and there's towels up at the top and there's some different things and towels down at the bottom as well. But while you're mentally with me, okay, we're shopping through, (laughs) we're shopping through my cabinet. I also have other things in there as well. There are travel pillows in there, uh, lots of plush things. And I will go as far as to say that some, some places don't actually accept plush things. So definitely check in before. I can tell you in my experience, Salvation Army pretty much takes everything. Um, Goodwill does take a lot. But if this is something that you're like, maybe I can't officially donate this. Like the other day I was taking a tour of the beautiful new harvest home here in LA. And I was talking to them about being an organizer. And I said, when my amazing clients have me come in and organize, oftentimes they are ready to purge some stuff that their little babies have grown out of. Well, they help women who have little babies or babies on the way. And so they do need those beginning stages of things. So there are certain things though that they can't accept. Like maybe they won't accept a breast pump. Uh, Maybe they won't accept certain things that are a little too personal. And so they can't accept those. But what do I do? Well, then I call up a friend and I say, hey, if you just change out the tubing of this, would you want this breast pump? Because I know you've got a baby on the way. A lot of times they'll say yes. So don't count it out. Don't immediately throw it away if you think you could get it to somebody. I also do want to tell you as well that I don't want you to grab a bunch of these things and do the purge. And suddenly, like I said, you exponentially do way more than 1% because it's really just about getting started. And a lot of times you do a whole lot better than 1%, but sometimes you can get going and then you have all this stuff and you're not ready to put it in your front seat to take it somewhere right away. And then you go stick it in your garage. And then suddenly, oh my gosh, that's where all the stuff goes to die. And then you just have bags and bags lining your garage. Don't let it stay there for too long. If you've got too many different things that you're like this, I need to go give to my friend, Carol, this, I need to mail to my friend, Angie, who's out of town. This, I need to go drop off at the local women's shelter. This, I need to take over to a homeless shelter. This, I need to take to the Salvation Army. If you start having so many different places that you're willing to take these things to individually, but on the whole, you're like, dang, this is going to take a long time. Suddenly what happens? You've taken your clutter out of your house. 
And now you've got clutter in your garage. So I do want you to be very intentional when you decide to do this. If you get on a roll, yay, absolutely lean into that. Do that, do that, do that. Do not bring this stuff back in your house. Be decisive, be fearless, have a purge party, turn on some music. If you need to get your girlfriends over, have some fun dancing around and being silly. And you put the things that you need to in your bag and you keep on adding more bags to your arm and keep on going around your house, continue doing it, but don't then allow that to get stuck there. Absolutely be really intentional about what you're going to do next. Put that stuff in your front seat and get it out of your house quickly. And then go celebrate with a different kind of party. Make that whatever you want it to be, but make sure you are celebrating this huge win because you have just had a very successful purge. So congratulate yourself. And I'm saying, wow, way to go. I'm very proud of you. If you haven't started it yet, I know you're going to do great. Remember, keep it so simple. And remember, talk to your kids about why you're doing this. You don't want to have that clutter. You don't want it to lead to mental clutter as well. Really make sure you are purging anything you're not using, anything that's broken, anything that you don't want anymore, anything that doesn't bring you joy, and make sure that you are handing it off to someone else, whether that's in a sale or whether that's donating it hand it on to someone else. Okay. I love uh, the idea of it being sustainable and going on and having new life after you. And sometimes you just got to toss stuff. If you can recycle it, wonderful. If you can't just toss it and know it served its purpose, you're grateful for it. And now you're moving on and you're glad that it is no longer going to be taking up resonance in your home, causing clutter, because you want to be able to see the blessings all around you. And I would say that after a good purge party, going out and having some other kind of celebratory party sounds like a blessing to me. So hopefully this was helpful for you guys. If you did find it helpful or enjoyable, I would love it if you could post to social media this particular episode. Tag me. I'm at Everything with Style Mom on Instagram. And I would love for you to share it with your friends because we are all in this together, right? So if something was helpful for you, it's probably going to be helpful for a friend or more of yours. So tag me if you're posting it, pass it on to friends and make sure that you are subscribing and join me here next week for some more organization motivation. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the mom's organization motivation podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing. Oh,